Houston, we are go for launch in T-minus 30 seconds. Every day I become a better operator, whatever it is, and it happens. Why? Because I don't take time off. We are green on all engines, sir. I only knew one way, and I knew the right way. Initiating launch countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 3, 2, 1. The Service Rocket Podcast has good liftoff. Welcome to the Service Rocket Podcast, hosted by Victor, the Rocket Man Rancor. Please enjoy the ride. All right, welcome to Service Rocket Podcast, episode number 11. Uh, today's got an exciting guest, and this is, I brought him on for you guys, right? So a lot of you guys out there have asked me, hey, how do I fix my business credit? How do I fix my personal credit? So I said, you know what? I'm going to bring on the GOAT himself, uh, Michael Ayala. He's a credit re repair specialist, not only in business, but also in personal credit. Michael, welcome to the podcast, man. How's it going? Thanks for having me here. Excited to be here. Uh, yeah, I mean, credit repair, uh, credit's extremely important. Um, it's, it's super crucial nowadays. I mean, to leverage, leverage that you can open businesses, buy homes, buy cars, uh, get credit cards at, at low rates, which uh, nowadays with rates rising, um, it's, it's, uh, it's crucial to have. Uh, you know what? And if you look, really look at credit, man, it's a tax on, on the dumb, right? Like if, you're, if you can't get your credit right, you're just going to get taxed the rest of your life. I mean, have you, do you have that conversation with people? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't need my credit or I don't, you know, my credit's decent. But can you kind of talk about what the difference between a, a 680 credit score and an 800 credit score does to not only your personal finance, but everything in your life pretty much. Sure, absolutely. And uh, I mean, as far as, um, you know, 680 and then above like a 720, which you're in the, uh, uh, they'll call it like a decent or a good category versus an excellent category. I mean, the difference of those, those percentage rates um, can save you, I mean, on a, on a home, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands in the life of the loan for your home. So uh, all that money that you are wasting essentially uh, in interest rate that's going into uh, the bank uh, could be going into your pocket and obviously creating more wealth for you uh, by being able to use that for future investments, uh, whether it be other investment properties or businesses um, or leveraging that money to get more capital to uh, expand current businesses that you might have. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there's, there's personal credit aspect and a lot of the guys that follow this podcast or listen to it, they're, they're business owners. Right. And I think this is one of the, the hard things you starting out a business without any business credit. Um, obviously if you're starting a new LLC, stuff like that, um, it's difficult, right? I went through it. And when I started out my business, I didn't ran a business. I didn't know shit about business credit. I had decent personal credit, but as soon as I got my business, I got to start buying trucks and all this stuff. And it started beating up my personal credit too, because I'm putting now I'm personal guaranteeing all this stuff. I've heard like if you you can get LLC seasoned LLC. So what's the difference between getting a brand new LLC and having one that's already been intact for a couple of years? Like when is it really? When's a breaking point to where your credit it allows you to get better credit? Sure. So uh, and I guess the first point of that is uh, you know obviously starting a business um, they're going to use your personal credit. Uh, that's just, it's kind of how it works. Um, and so having your personal credit be, uh, you know, at, at its top is important in order for you to get the business uh, credit because they're going to be running that 
first. Eventually down the road, obviously you'll be able to, uh, there's, there's loans that you don't need a guarantor and, and you don't need to guarantee it from, from your personal side. Um, but uh, certainly at the start, so before you even get the LLC, uh, you know, having your personal credit situated to where you're, you got great credit score and then you're able to get credit cards for the business. And then obviously then, you know, from there, you'll be able to build your business uh, credit and, and get loans and uh, just based off of uh, the business uh, financials. I think that's one thing that people all the time like, well, what, what would you give me a pointer if I'm going to start my business? And I'm like, dude, if you're going to start a business, make sure your credit's right because it's going to make not only your personal life difficult, but it's going to make your entire life difficult because you're now you're, you're not able to get you know less expensive loans. So you're going to end up paying a tax on that. And you're not going to be able to get the trucks that you want. You're not going to be able to do the things that are going to be able to grow your business. And, and I went through it. Like I had to... When I first started my business, I didn't know where to get capital. Like I didn't, I was never a business person. I didn't know this shit. So I ended up having to take out shitty loans at high interest rates, quick paybacks, and then my cash flow is getting screwed up. And it all stemmed back to not having all these things in order in the beginning. So obviously, you know, having credit's important, but dude, what if you, what if you fuck it up? Like if people do, we, dude, I, I didn't grow up. I think that's one of the biggest failures in school. They don't teach you about personal finance. They don't teach you about credit cards. They don't teach you about taxes. So I remember being a kid getting out of getting out of high school, getting my first credit card, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, let's go, let's go fucking spend that shit, right? So tell me a little bit about that. Like obviously once you fuck it up, it's like you know, I feel like you have like this this target on your back the rest of your life. Is that the case or is it kind of one of those things where you can clear it up? And that's most people, uh, because you know, like you just mentioned, nobody's really taught this uh in school. Um, so most people think, yeah, I have to wait whether it's seven years uh, for a collection or a charge off or a repossession or 10 years for a bankruptcy on the report. They think, oh, my God, I'm I'm pretty much just going to be uh, I have to wait this out. Um, and absolutely, that's not the case. And that's kind of where I come in and I'm able to go in and remove every negative item off of a credit report um, and almost give you a basically a clean slate and a fresh start all over again. So you can, uh, you know, obviously I'll give you the knowledge as well on how to properly use uh, your credit and, and how to leverage it uh, to whether open uh, LLCs and, and start a business. Um, but uh, yeah, removing every every negative item off of a, a credit report so that um, everyone thinks, you know, yeah, you're going to be stuck with this for seven to 10 years on, on your report. And uh, uh, that's what I do all day, every day. Uh, most of my clients are like going to be first time home buyers and they have collections or repossessions. Uh, uh, they've racked up so many inquiries because they keep trying to apply over and over and over and they keep getting denied from bank to bank to bank. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's my job is to wipe all those things away so that they can, uh, you know, have a fresh start, clean slate and uh, be able to go in and, and uh, get up, get approved this time. So when you are, when you're talking about wiping them clean, is it, are you wiping out all history, like even good and bad, or is it only you're able to isolate that? Cause obviously, you know, it sounds, sounds too good to be true, right? Like you just make my shit disappear. Fuck yeah. I'm going to run up a credit card tomorrow. We'll figure this out. Um, so definitely not removing anything that's positive. So any open trade lines that don't have any negative remarks, which would be a late payment, um, or whether that's, it's not in a collection or a delinquent phase to where it's going to go into a collection. Uh, we want to leave those trade lines open because, um, basically having the most years, 10 plus years and positive payment history on a trade line, uh, will get you into the highest category of excellent in that, in that specific category. Um, so we're only moving every negative item, uh, that's, you know, again, whether it's, uh, uh, 
eviction, child support, uh, student loans, um, collections, charge-offs, inquiries, every negative item, we leave all the positive items, uh, trade lines that are on your on your report uh, there. And then of course, we can just add on to that as well um, uh, to assist uh, at the beginning, if say I'm wiping the whole report because they weren't able to, all their cards went into collections or charge-offs, now they don't have a single open trade line and I'm literally completely wiping the, the slate clean as if they're 15 uh, in high school and up going to apply for a brand new credit card. Uh, we can also, I, I am able to add authorized users onto their account. So then that can give them that boost in, in score and then they can apply for cards and then slowly just build up uh, their own credit for the rest of the life. Well, make sure you guys are paying your damn child support, dude. You shouldn't be wiping that shit off. Dude. Come on, man. <laughs> you made you made them kids. You better be paying that shit. So I, I, don't, I ain't gonna let you motherfuckers off. I'll tell you that much. Pay your bills. Um, so obviously, you know, you get in that situation. I feel like a lot of people like they they're scared to talk about it. I think that's something that do you do you run into that a lot. I feel like, dude, it's it's embarrassing to come to you and say, dude. My shit's fucked. Absolutely. Uh, I get that all the time. And I mean, it is, it's a sensitive subject. I mean, most people, you know, I'm going over financial. So I'm going over, uh, you know, I pull up their report and it's got, you know, hey, if I see all their open trade lines that are still good right now, uh, and then a list of collections, and but their good trade lines are maxed out on their cards. So clearly, uh, you know, financially, they're just not responsible uh or haven't been taught how to properly uh use their credit or how to, they know how to, how to balance use it. that shit dog <laughs> yeah. they know how to use it i'll tell you what they fucking know how to use it better than us uh but uh, absolutely it is a sensitive subject but you know i i make sure that every client is taken care of you know all their information is going to be protected um but uh you know obviously explaining the outcome of uh say hey well you're at a 500 credit score don't worry i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a second chance essentially we're gonna get you up into the 700s and uh and you'll be you know on the road to financial freedom again yeah it, it's it's embarrassing man if you guys are you guys are in that situation you know obviously he's going to keep that shit on the hush you don't know you guys so if you guys reach out just 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 do it because all you're doing the longer you wait on it the longer it's going to take for you to fix your shit and the longer it takes you to fix your shit the more money you're going to be spending on that so it is important so obviously a lot of these guys that are watching they got businesses already uh they got their business credit built up how how long do you see like an average of a business being in, in business before they start getting like tier one kind of credit as far as a business? And what, what would you, what are things that you would suggest getting to start building that? Yeah. So typically, I mean, uh, like the three to five year range is kind of the average time frame for where we say, okay, you're able to go out and, and get large sums of, of loans against the business. Um, you know, and it, it certainly does take time to build up and, uh, of course, opening certain trade lines, uh, like there's an account called nav, uh, you can go in there, sign up for them. Um, they're actually able, it's, it's basically a, a company that builds your uh, Duns and Barnes uh, number up. And so um, it's, I think it's like $40 a month. You can go in there, sign up for that. That's one way uh, right away to get immediate start. Uh, I think it's called nav.com. And so, so now, now you heard him go to nav.com and it's about $40 a month. $40. I think it's like $39.99 a month. Uh, they basically will put a, their, that's their trade line onto there on your business, whatever business, uh, you have. And then that, that'll slowly, uh, over time build up and give you, uh, you know, that they'll start to analyze and do algorithms on your financials of what's coming in and then basically build up loans for you, uh, that are 
uh, designated toward your specific business. Um, and it just pretty much gives you a whole rundown of, of your business. So I know one thing that, you know, and I, and I got some backlash. I made a video yesterday and, and people are like, well, you can't run, you're running your personal life through your, through your, through your business. Right. So, and I, what I was saying in general is, okay, perfect. If I got a pickup truck that I'm paying on my personal credit and it's a hundred thousand dollar truck, right? hundred thousand dollar truck. Well, I want to move that and, and obviously move that into my LLC what stuff like that, people don't even think about it. They have their, their personal vehicles where they can put it in their LLC and it's going to bring down their DTI and their personal credit. Um, how much of a benefit is that? Let's talk. Huge, significant. Um, and uh, I wish I knew this years ago uh, because anything you put into the business does not affect your personal credit. The only time uh, it'll affect in a way your personal credit is uh, say going, you're going to go buy out a $100,000 truck, put it under your business name. The only thing that's going to come off is the inquiry uh, from your from your personal credit, which I can easily uh, remove, but uh, um, and then eventually down the road, yeah, uh, you know, uh, there's certain things with loans uh, that you won't even need a personal guarantee and it won't affect your personal credit. But yes, the, as far as going to so going out to buy your your first home for say, uh, the the auto loan is going to be on the business, not affect your personal credit, and like I said, uh, not affect your debt to income ratio, um, and you'll be able to get a little bit of a higher uh, a loan limit. So one thing I'll tell you guys, and this is a little little secret, okay? So if you're starting out your LLC and some of you guys are working out of your house, okay? So if you're working out of your house, them wanting to give you money is not very often. Like they're gonna, they're gonna do a little digging on your business. So one thing you guys can do is create your LLC, go get a, it's called a virtual office. You can go online, Google virtual office. You can actually go buy a virtual office, 50 to $100 a month. You can pick the location, you can pick what the office looks like if you really wanna be bougie. And you can use that 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 uh, that virtual office as your home office. Now it looks like you have a business, you have a storefront, you have all these things. And then at that point, I'd recommend having a Google My Business set up. Then those banks are actually going to want to work with you. But if you guys just have, go set up an LLC and you're working out of your house or whatever it is, you don't look like a legitimate business, so you're not going to be able to get the credit you need to. So little game for you guys. If you guys figure that out, it's going to make you guys look like a legitimate business and give you an opportunity to grow that credit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think the, just another virtual, that's great too. Uh, then I found out actually uh, not too long ago was like a postal annex uh, because they have the actual address and then your your mailbox number is just attached to that little address. So then again, you can use that on your secretary of state. Uh, and then it's it's more for, it's a dual purpose, I guess, in the sense of uh, then you won't have your home address listed on, on a uh, you know statewide website to a lot of you guys contractors, you like you're like your home office is literally listed on your shit. So now your customers, when they go Google you, they're Googling your home address. And, and I don't know, man, I had some pissed off customers. I don't need them to have my damn home address. So even if you guys aren't looking to do this, I, I mean, I suggest doing this, but it's just going to make you guys can literally pick what the office looks like. They'll be able to go to Google and see this beautiful office and think it's yours. So uh, it's going to make you look bigger than you are anyways, especially for you small guys starting out. I would recommend that highly, but it's going to allow you to, to actually look like legit business, legit business and start being able to get credit on that business. So obviously you've been doing this for a while, man. And what is the normal? So say I got a, I got my shit's just fucked. Like I got fucked up credit, right? And I come to you and I said, Mike, dude, I got, this is what I got. And they are, they're always going to say I got like a 680, but it's like a 520. Okay. I, I'm not like, I'm not too bad. You know, I get customers all the time. So in my space, we go, we go to customers' homes, we go to finance them and they got bad credit. Right. And then they always say, well, I went to, what's the, what's the one that everybody goes to the, the cheap. Well, no, the, the website, the credit, credit karma. I got, I want to, my credit karma said I'm fucking 680, dude. And you're telling me I'm a 560. What's going on? 
Talk about that a little bit. So what is Credit Karma going? What what credit report are they pulling? Because I think it's like obviously I've been in the home trying to sell. I feel like they're pulling some bullshit. Like just like here's a fucking hold on. Yeah. Um, and that was probably one of the quickest things I picked up, and I tell every client because uh, some of them come up and they like live by Credit Karma, and I'm like, listen, uh, Credit Karma is absolute trash. So they don't they don't even. I've had clients. They're you know they tell me they swear by it. I go okay, look, uh, tell you what. Um, I'll run your report. I'll even give you, uh, you know, uh, a huge discount if, if it's, it's what you're telling me. Uh, cause I already know it's not going to be, and we've, I've had, I had one client actually last week. Um, they swore by credit karma. Um, they go, yeah, I only have two collections and, uh, you know, my score is, yeah, like a six sixteen. I said, okay, well, we go and pull it. Well, yeah, it's like a five thirty. They had like seven other collections on top of what, what they had. Um, and they, I think they had over 54, I think it was 54 inquiries, uh, on the report and credit karma didn't have any of that in there. Um, so credit karma, I, yeah, I, um, uh, definitely stray away from it. I mean, it, it's just a, a, you know, a rough estimate. They don't actually have specifically uh, what's on your report. Well, I know that there's, you know, obviously there's different types of credit too. So you want to kind of elaborate on, it. obviously there's, there's different, like going to get a car is different than getting, you know, credit cards, stuff like that. You want to talk about that? Sure. So like auto, auto and personal credit, um, your auto, what's what it goes on you know if you get it personally through your personal not a business uh auto loan is going to go on your on your personal credit report and then the the debt that you owe for the loan isn't counted toward your credit utilization um what's counted on there on that specific trade line um is just the years it's going to be put on as a brand new trade line um and so uh but uh but it, it's affected points wise toward your score it does drop it a little bit because you're getting a brand new trade line that's you know one month old once it's put on um so it'll 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 lower your average uh years of history um but as far as the debt if you go to apply for a, a home loan or whatever they're not using that that or your your credit utilization is not affected um uh by that by that loan um and then uh, as far as, but, you know, if you miss a late payment, uh, I mean, you're looking at 50 to 70 point drop uh, for just one late, one late payment. So uh, it's imperative that you, you make your payments on time. Um, and uh, because, yeah, that can have a, a huge impact. Yeah. And that's one thing too. I, you know, I've, I had it happen to me where I've got, a, I have so many credit cards, so many different things, so many different moving pieces. And I had a credit card that I literally owed like 20 bucks on and I didn't have it set up on auto pay or whatever. And they didn't call me. They didn't take shit. They just fucking boom, hit, hit me with it. And it dropped. all of a sudden I woke up one day and my credit score is down like 80 points. I'm like, what the fuck would happen? Right. And so shit happened. So I do suggest you guys at least put minimum auto payment shit on just to be, just to be smart. I mean, I fucked up and then I had to work my way through that and deal with it. But it's like, dude, just little things like that, how quickly you can lose it. Yeah, uh, it could take years to build up and instantly just just drop. And I had a client a couple of weeks, so actually, yeah, didn't uh, get similar situation, totally forgot about the car. Like he's making all his, all those other payments. He w ended up having an $80 collection. Uh, and uh, it just, you know, it just killed his scores by like 100 points. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, uh, little things like that can have a, a huge impact. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, it takes, takes years to, to build that back up again, uh, you know, without someone like, like me. And so someone, something like that does happen. So say someone comes in with some freaking minor bullshit like that, 
what is like your, the process in that? Like how, how long is it going to take to flip that? Yeah. So, I mean, typical, typical average time frame. So I have two separate categories. Um, I got collections, student bill, uh, student loans, uh, medical bills, uh, charge offs, inquiries. Um, average time frame is about two to three months. Um, I've seen it happen a lot quicker. It all depends on the creditor. There's a lot of different variables on why things, uh, you know, whether the bureaus are responding fast or, uh, um, uh, just the amount, the balance that is with that specific trade line, uh, that they had, that they owe. Um, but, uh, average time frame is about two to three months. And so like just a process with me, uh, from day that you start, my first update is 21 days. And then it's once every 30 days after that until completion. Um, and, uh, I totally have, I've had clients be completely done in the first 21 days. Um, and then of course the second category, which is a little bit more difficult of items to remove the bankruptcies, the evictions, the repossessions and the child support, uh, average time frame is like four to six months. Um, and, uh, I mean, longest I've ever had a client was, was seven months. Uh, and that's because they had multiple bankruptcies. They had over six figures in, in, uh, collections and credit card debt. So, um, you Call know, them out. but, but, uh, but yeah, typical, typical time frame is, is about two to three months. Um, and each time we're having an update, your, the scores are going up, uh, you know, they the client will see it. Um, and totally, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's, Every time we have an update, there's proof that I'm removing items and the scores are going up. Uh, and so then eventually, you know, they'll be they'll be good to go and have a clean slate again. Well, I mean, it, it's it's awesome, man. Like that's literally can change someone's entire life. And I think we we had a conversation on Instagram. We were talking about you're like, oh, I went to this conference, right? Went to the conference and and the guys on stage had fucked up credit. And, you know, you guys, you would think like. These guys are doing well. They're balling out. And you'd be surprised. A lot of these guys, they put a lot of money, a lot of stuff on credit and on debt and, and everything like that. So you want to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, managing credit lines, making sure you're not overspending, making sure that you're making payments. What is the best route to go on that? Yeah, best route to go. So uh, as far as, you know, credit cards go, uh, I tell all my clients, um, try to be below 20% of your utilization rate uh, of your credit limit. Um, anything over that can have as much as a 30% impact on your score. Um, if you can pay your cards off every month, that's the most optimal to have. You'll have the highest scores with whatever, however long old your, your trade lines are. Um, and, uh, as far as, you know, um, the utilization goes, I mean, yeah, I've seen, I've had clients to where they had two credit cards. I completely wiped their credit. They were still sitting at like a, a 620 score. I told them, hey, pay your cards off. You'll go get approved for this home loan. Uh, you know, I'll tell, send you to the lender. They paid off their cards to zero balance. They ended up jumping up like uh, like 95 points. Um, so it, it can be a, a huge, huge factor in, in decreasing. I mean, your score is going to fluctuate based on how much you're putting on your cards. But uh, if, you, if you can every month, uh, pay them off. And then pay them off by the 8th of the month uh, because the bureaus report between the 12th and the 16th every month. So uh, then it'll it'll reflect your paid off balance uh, if you do that by the eighth. So you heard them every the eighth of the month. Set that shit in your calendar. Make pay off your credit cards. So you know, for me, obviously, we we use credit cards for everything. Without my without credit cards, I wouldn't have be able to run my business. And obviously, just the cash back stuff like that alone is I, I could pay someone's salary just in cash back way more than that actually every year because we use our credit card for everything. 
Um, but it takes time, right? You want to build up that credit. And then once you get the credit built up, like, you know, I got, I can go use it. I can go spend a million dollars. I can slide a card today for a million bucks. That's just because we put the time, energy, effort into building up your credit. So you guys need to do that. And if you guys are scared, well, I don't, I don't use credit. Dude, you're wild. Like you have to use credit. And if the better your credit is, the lower that interest rate. And a lot of times, especially now that credit, that credit interest rate on some of this stuff is beating inflation. So it's actually cheaper to go borrow that money than it is to freaking to, to try to spend it yourself. So just be smart with everything that you're doing. Uh, make sure that you guys are, you guys are taking care of your bills. But if your shit is messed up, you need to hit up my boy, Mike. He's going to get you guys fixed up really quick. Like I, like you said, what, three to six months, you guys can be in a totally different space than you are now. Some of you guys less than that. And guess what? Now you can afford to go do cool shit. You can afford to go to conferences. And a lot of these guys are like, I can't afford it. And like, yeah, cause you don't have a business credit card. You should have a credit card where you can be able to charge it right away get cash back, stuff like that. So anything else, anything else you want to cover that, that you guys, that you guys should focus on or, um, you know, I mean, I just, uh, to reiterate that, yeah, don't, don't be afraid to start. I know most people, again, we've talked about it's a sensitive subject, but the longer you wait, the longer your credit still, it's not going to get improved by you, by you waiting or being shy to come, come forward and, and fix it. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, the quicker you do, uh, the, the further you're going to get in life. Um, you can, you know, credit is just so important to, you know, leverage it against, uh, other, other businesses, um, obviously get those lower interest rates, uh, you know, rates continue to rise and, and we don't know what's going to happen, but, uh, having that, that great credit is going to get you at least the best possible rate, uh, at the time. Right now with everything we're going into, you, you should try to get your credit limit up as much as you possibly can. You need to have money. You need to be in a good position because we're going to have an opportunity of a lifetime. I already, every, Everybody I talk to, everybody I know, over the next six to eighteen months, the entire world's gonna be flipped up on inside on the side of its head. And we're gonna have a huge opportunity, but you can have this big opportunity, but you can't go take that opportunity because you didn't get your credit fixed today. So hit up my boy Mike. How can they how can they reach you? What's your Instagram handle? Uh, at the Michael Ayala. Awesome. Go follow this guy on, on Instagram. Hit him up. Well, do you have a website or anything like that? that yeah, it's uh, fivediamondcredit.com. So www.fivediamondcredit.com. Number five or? Uh, letter. F letter five. F-I-V-diamondcredit.com. Hit up my boy, Mike. He'll get your shit fixed. No one needs to know about it. We can, we can get you guys right. So hope this episode helped you guys a lot. If you guys got your credit messed up, Mike's the guy to do it. He's going to be in Vegas too. So this podcast should hit on Monday. If you guys hear this podcast, you want to see Mike in Vegas, go up and talk to him. Got questions, reach out to him. Um, any other things you want to add, Mike? Uh, that's it. Don't be afraid. Just come uh, check, check out my website. You can schedule a calendar with me or uh, send me a DM on Instagram and uh, we'll get you taken care of. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Service Rocket Podcast, episode number 11. It was a pleasure. I'll see you guys in Vegas this week, October 20th through 22nd, servicerocketnetwork.com if you guys haven't got your tickets yet. Thanks.